And we're go for show. All right. All right. We're back. That's right. We are back. We're back. We're we back. were we were in the same place that Backstreet was when they left and then they and came And then they came back. back and told us that they were back all right. Yeah. I remember that. And then I threw my hands in the air like I just didn't care. <laughs> because that's how we did it back in the day. Cause I'm sensual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I instantly regret that. Yeah, like, no, me too. God, I hated them. <laughs> I hated them so much. I was just so confused by that first song, you know, back streets back. Oh, I'm like, did where? they ever go away? Yeah. That's what I was like. Did they, is this like their sophomore album? And yeah. like, you know, I missed the, the intro? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I, I responded to that with the resounding, who cares? <laughs> I'm sipping whiskey right now, and I'm feeling real classy. What you're sipping is not whiskey. It is It is 100%. Uh, let's see. It's it's like vampire lymph fluid. You know, <laughs> <laughs> This is what they throw on vampires to get them to disappear. <laughs> I'm drinking Old Forester Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Proud sponsor of whatever the fuck I'm about to say. Um, I, oh, I love how they misspelled whiskey. They left out the E. The, wow. <laughs> they were just like fucking winner in a hurry. That, 86% proof. That bottle looks like it predates emancipation. <laughs> this was around when brother was against brother. Yeah. <laughs> and the blue and the gray. This is definitely on the Union side, I hope. Old Forester. Well, it was from Kentucky. Who knows? Uh, yeah. It could be a Confederate. Yeah. The land of Mitch McConnell. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So. Um, how are you guys? Are you okay? Yeah. How are you? We don't, we don't get the chance. We don't often get the chance to talk to you, the listeners. How are you doing? Like, uh, was the week treating you good? Yeah. Yeah, was it? Oh, really? Wow. Hmm. Didn't even realize that. You know, we're sandwiched between two uh, very highly intelligent political shows, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> it's, you know, people often underestimate the need for a buffer. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Sometimes people just want to chill out and not be judged, you know? I mean, I, as much as I love democracy now, sometimes I think to myself, wow, I didn't know this was happening in the world. I'm a terrible person, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to think that we are definitely like the, uh, the palate cleanser before <laughs> we, they definitely go into the deep wines. We are the ginger if you will that is served alongside your sushi so when you go from one roll to another um you have a piece of it yeah to cleanse the palate so that you can get the flavor of the next roll yes and that's an important role to have hmm. you know because we make it possible for you to experience the spectrum in all its uniqueness without us it would all just be a blur Speaking of experiences, Donald, you like how I did that? Very nice. Very uh, smooth. <laughs> smooth like smooth that like whiskey, whiskey that, that you're drinking. <laughs> smooth like Old Forester. That they used to feed horses to put them down. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. If, if horses broke their legs, this is what they'd give them. Just, just like let them slowly pass on <laughs> to the great stable of the beyond. It's like, I'm so sorry. Drink this, Sugarfoot. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent impression. Excellent impression. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working right. on my horse. <laughs> and with that, um, I wanted to continue. Um, but before I continue, I wanted to say that you're Ernesto Mancibo. And you're Pablo Morelli Martinez. That's right. And, and together, together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. And oh my God, people, are we promising you a dynamite show? Um, it's going to be full of laughs. A little bit of heartache. Um, ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. I envy you. I envy you out there that you're going to get to listen to this. Now that we've softened you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Trump and how he's uh, he's panicking. He is under the gun. He's gotten it. Three, three very distinct ways this week. Yes. Um, one, the offices of, I think, his former tax attorney were raided. Yes. Uh, this past week. So, <laughs> holy shit. They went into that dude's place and, like, taped up, like, newspaper on the windows. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Shit just got real for him, man. Now, I'm wondering if any of uh, Donald's old information is still um, in that uh, in that tax preparer's office. Because I think that when a person becomes president, there's a lot of like stuff that happens behind the scenes in order to uh, guarantee their security. And I'm assuming a certain amount of uh, uh, securing of a politician on that level like their former fine their past finances um are delved into or the records pulled i'm not sure i'm not sure what the protocol is i hope that the fbi uh knows that <laughs> i assume they do and this raid would be worth it for them well i i also uh, hope that because like it's right now i feel like the the Mueller probe is really starting to get like it's starting to move. Mm, mm. It's starting to take shape. Whereas before, you know, people were starting to doubt whether uh, Mueller's investigation would actually bear fruit. And there was a lot of like, uh, you know. Um, actually, I really liked that he was super quiet about it for a while. Cause yeah, that, that's the thing. That, it's like, that it's very is, methodical, isn't it's, it? It's like fucking with somebody's mind. It's like, you know, I haven't heard from Mueller in a while. What's he doing? Yeah. What's he doing? I'm right behind yeah. Like um, you know, he's in uh, Trump's in Mar-a-Lago with Melania. It's like, <laughs> Melania, I love what you did with the, <laughs> the holiday theme in the White House. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah, you really did. <laughs> yeah. It's it reminds me of Kool Aid. <laughs> you Kool Aided all the, all the trees. Did did you see the uh, the Photoshop they did of that where they put. The bonnets from uh, yes the the, the <laughs> oh my god the yes. handmaiden on those trees my my the handmaiden no yeah um, the the uh, handmaid's tale the handmaid's tale yeah yes. the handmaid's tale um 
that was really, really scary. <laughs> Have you seen? Yeah, I know, right? Another thing in tr- that's happening in Trump land is that Michael Cohen pled guilty. Yes. Um, so uh, basically confirming that he was working um, with the in cahoots with the Russians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way up until 2016. The 2016. Yep. Yep. Even though I think it was Trump Jr. who lied formally and said, no, that was over in 2014. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, oh, ho, 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 a lot ho. of contradictory statements rolling around. And like, why not? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, as we've as we uh, dear listeners, as we all have learned, is that really uh, Trump, uh, this president treats every treats reality as if it's malleable. It's just like it's mm. everything doesn't matter. As long as, you know, he goes down and, like, attends his rallies, it gets everybody fired up. He doesn't give a shit. But I think he's starting to feel the heat because, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, I read a report that he retreated uh, into, his, into, like, a room and didn't want to, like, leave after the news broke of Michael Cohen pleading guilty. <laughs> so the... Uh, <laughs> Everything they built <laughs> will fall. <laughs> so yeah, the oh, uh, clock's running on uh, ye old fifteen minutes of political fame for the Trumpster. The the amount of lies that they have told, you know, I imagine it's like breathing for them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but now it's starting like suicide. <laughs> it's all circling around again. Yeah. And um. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting 2019. I'm a, I'll, let's put it that way. I like that's those are my hopes right now for 2019. Mm. Is that um, is that we finally get this piece of shit out of office? But then again, what will that mean for for the country moving forward? Do we move forward with President Pence. Yeah. I know he's got a raging horn on for that seat in the Oval Office. But that dude is going to uh, tell every uh, dictionary publisher in this country that literally not print the word gay yes. <laughs> or lesbian or anything like that. <laughs> I was just saying he's going to he's gonna have a raging hard on for that seat, but he's going to envision that it's also his wife. Because, you know, if he has gay thoughts, um, he a, a part of him, like a seam, will burst. <laughs> that dude doesn't have sex. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. No. No, no. There's nothing. Sec- he, he, you know, most human beings have a sexual aspect to them. There's nothing about him that says, yes, I give it to my wife. <laughs> no. No, you never have. <laughs> no, never. Does he have children? Uh, I, those aren't his children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if he does, those aren't his children. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Exclusive from Robots versus Taxes. Yeah, we get petty like yeah, this. Yeah, I know. So we do. What? We do get petty. So what? Yeah, that's, hey, you tune into the show. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Aside from that, uh, we have, uh, you know, a Senate race that just pretty much concluded mm-hmm. uh, late last month. Uh, and, you know, Cindy Hyde-Smith uh, won over uh, 
what's his name? Michael Espy mm. for the Senate seat. God damn it. Uh, Mississippi goddamn, you know? Yeah. Nina Simone was right. She said it. She said it right. Yeah. This this person. This yeah, after she said those that, you know, the the that fucked up thing where she's just like, I'd attend a public hanging, sure. Yeah. Get me front row seats. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, your your Confederate bra is showing showing. But like who says that? Well, we know who says that, but like this really highlights how the day and age that we're in, like that a political entity can say something like that unabashedly and still have a career. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's it's in Mississippi though, so we don't we can't expect much. Like it, it was I'm sorry, but it, it, We just lost our Mississippi listeners, dude. Oh no. With that really? one step. <laughs> I can't imagine people from Mississippi are just going to be like, let's tune into that Radio Free Brooklyn show, huh? <laughs> I, robots and such. I heard robots versus taxes would speak to us about our issues. <laughs> let's not. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're, they've tuned in, they've tuned themselves in. Okay. Right. And we're just like, you know, taking a giant shit on their state. But you know what? Move. <laughs> uh, that's that's what moving's for. So, uh, what else? What else? I feel like we're. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through all the, the harsh news so we could just like, get as weird as possible. Yeah. Don't. I definitely don't want to linger on this too much. But I, I would be remiss if uh, we didn't speak at least a little bit about um, the caravan that has arrived at yes. the uh, U.S. Mexico border. And were promptly tear gassed this past Sunday. Uh, when you listeners are hearing this, it'll be two Sundays ago. Um, and part of the justification that uh, media outlets, as well as our government, are trying to put forth is that uh, the some members of the caravan were throwing rocks at uh, the border patrol agents, as well as some of them were trying to actually rush the border and get through they did they did rush the get border in, but get into the united states here's the thing it's definitely not all of the caravan uh most folks are there to plead for asylum which this administration completely shut down which is an illegal move you cannot just shut down the process like that well, you know, the Trump administration has constantly played fast and loose with the rules, mm. so it, it's the hell you say. Yeah, <laughs> but so it didn't. It didn't surprise me the reaction that um, that the that you know the border patrol um, agents as well as ICE agents took at the southern border. It didn't surprise me. It, it just sickened me down to my core because, you know. It was the worst case scenario I was dreading, mm-hmm. and it came. And when it came, it, it, seeing this is like this is, it it hurts to talk about because yeah. it it's um, you know, it, sure you, people can like cry about like oh they're throwing they're throwing rocks they're being violent, well they're they're trying to escape the violence that is that's happening, and like if you knew. The horrors that awaited you if you got deported, wouldn't you have fight for your for that for the freedom to live? These people walked over 
2,500 miles from Honduras, most of them. Yeah. And had to... Na- Central for, America and, and yeah, and, for, and Honduras, yeah. And none... And, None that, first of all, there's no like former formal leadership uh, in this caravan. There are some folks who know a few things. They pool their thoughts together and they have to plan along the way. There are certain parts of this trek. Had they made a wrong turn, had they gone through one town as opposed to another, they would have been completely murdered due to the, due to the uh, cartels that would have been lying in wait for them. So... They risk their lives. A lot of these folks are coming with children who they simply could not leave behind because they've all been threatened by gangs and cartels back in their home countries. Some of these people are traveling with special needs children. I mean, it's hard enough just to live in the United States where we have a whole bunch of resources. Not enough, uh, to tell the truth, but more than this caravan had. Now, imagine walking 2,500 miles through all sorts of terrain, no real protection from the elements. I mean, these people have gone through things that we will probably never experience. And then you get to the border where this supposedly great country says, this is how you do it legally. You come to the border and you ask for asylum. That is the beginning of the legal route. You get there and they shut it down. Yeah. And, and that's that's the big that that's one of the big issues here is that that they shut it down and they violated the rules of the border basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I saw on um, I was I was uh, following Loka Vibes, another um, mm-hmm. another Radio Free Brooklyn show on on Twitter. I was following them, um, and they made the point that Obama also. You know, gassed, uh, you know, fired tear gas onto immigrants. But at the same time, the thing is, the thing why people are reacting so much so the way they are is that while I fiercely disagree with what Obama did, he also didn't rip children away from their families mm-hmm. and use that as de- as a deterrent. Mm-hmm. So it's like that added this added evil bonus that. Um, that is being implemented and it's just a clear sign of the deep-seated hatred for brownness mm-hmm. you know that runs deep in this administration so in this country yeah yeah there's also that <laughs> Ugh. oh man so right now if you if if you find yourself thinking what can i do there there are definitely you know um outlets that are and charities that are out there to that are trying to send support over to these immigrants the immigrant caravans um so please do yourself a favor and find out as much information as you can and send out your support because these are human beings and they don't they they should not be treated this way absolutely 100 percent agree um and at the same time it's like it's it's a it's a tough subject because it's like well you're offering a lot of we're off both of us are offering like a lot of criti- criticism about the situation that's going on down there but at the same time like what do we have what what ideas do we have to rectify the situation mm. 
in a diplomatic and humanitarian way? That's uh, that's the big question. That's what we have to ask ourselves every day. Yeah. Figure something out. It got so bad. It got so bad that even it even shook Geraldo Rivera out of wow out of that uh, Kool Aid stupor that they had him on on Fox News. <laughs> like for a moment, he re- he remembered like he comes from a family of immigrants. <laughs> And then uh, like, wait a minute, I'm a human being. Rivera. <laughs> I knew there was something weird about that. The mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. They really try to talk. Of that. Did, did you see that whole that whole meltdown? I watched some of it. Yeah, it wasn't a meltdown. It was like it was just snapping into like snapping to his senses. Mm-hmm. Basically, they really tried to talk like there was a guy. I forget what his name. Last name Waters. First name Douche. I'm assuming. <laughs> Douche waters. So he he tried to talk Geraldo Rivera down, and he was just like, "No, no, no! I know that I'm the resident pinata here, mm-hmm. the token uh, pinata, the token pinata." Yeah. Which I was just like, "That's such an odd, uh, like, is is he in like both me and Sabrina were just like, is he intending that as as some as bringing like bringing up his the fact that he is an other on yeah. the show, yeah, um." And then he just cut loose. He was just like, mm-hmm. these are people. These are human beings that are like, you know, they're not coming to rape you or steal from you. They're like here to do the jobs that Americans just won't do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love how uh, uh, Douchewater was trying to <laughs> was trying to steer the conversation away when he when Geraldo Rivera made the comment. He was like, I know I'm. On the token peanut, he was just like, "That's racist." Yeah, I and know. and Geraldo was just like, "Shut the fuck yes, up!" Like, like, like who? Like, and, the fuck? You- it's weird because I, def- I, I'm definitely not the person. I, I, I don't think of Geraldo when I think of like someone who I respect. Geraldo Rivera is very far removed from that category. Mm. Um. Because he, I've often thought of him as like a Fox News shill, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, and who, who kind of embraced. I, 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 I think to myself, Geraldo Rivera is one of those Latino people who I. He's one of those Latinos who embraced the fact that he passes. Yep. Yep. So he's like, I am white adjacent. Yes, and so I am, you know. The opportunities and the privileges that that affords, I can totally mm-hmm. take advantage of. So when to see him kind of wake up like that, it kind of it really puts into perspective how dire the situation is. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. Um, on our social media, we'll be including links to that where you can show your support for the for the migrant caravan. Absolutely. Um, because these are human beings and they're, no person is illegal. So, <laughs> But we want to let you guys know that uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Drinking that smooth, that smooth, smooth, horse killing whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is, uh, you're right. This is the cure for life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're drinking anti-life right now. Mm. You know, you've heard of antifreeze. This is anti-life. <laughs> this is anti-life. <laughs> or, although it, it tastes like it could be antifreeze. <laughs> yes, Whew. yes. Holy smokes. I just need to get this out there. Why the hell is it the Avengers 4 trailer release? Oh, buck up. There no. are real problems out there. No, there aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Avengers Fortress. All right. Yo, whoever, whoever started that rumor uh, about the... Uh, about it's not the, a rumor. <laughs> it is a rumor. It's because it didn't rumor. come out. It's Look, last year, around this time, Infinity War trailer dropped. And it's a good time for it to drop. You know, we're at the end of the time year. Time is not a flat circle, okay? <sighs> Uh, or it is a flat circle. Look, time isn't anything at all. All right. Time is an analogy I can't place right now, because I'm drunk. Yes. And uh, you've you've killed your time gland. Time is a pizza. Hey. And it comes with cheese. <laughs> and it's cheesy goodness. So the trailer. <laughs> look, the Russos told us pizza. Had, all right, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> the Russos told us. Pizza. Sorry. The okay. Russos told us that the uh, the trailer would drop before the end of the year. If they if these motherfuckers make <laughs> these us these motherfuckers these motherfuckers that's what you're calling them these guys these, that fucking create entertainment that you consume related motherfuckers. Oh my god! If they wait until like. Uh, 11.59 p.m. on December 31st, I will find them. <laughs> and I will hurt them. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Uh, no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Do it to a musical number, too. <laughs> yeah. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> hey there, man. What do you say? All right, all right. We got to... What the... You know. Don't make me pull this ball away from you, dude. Jeez. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Russo's, uh, we know you're listening. Uh, please just drop the trailer. <laughs> know that you're listening. Sure, sure. Okay. Please just drop the fucking trailer already. It's like, we're going we're gonna to see the movie. You're not going to spoil anything. <laughs> well, in the spirit of that, did you... Did you Come s- on! I read on, like, I think it was either comic... It was comicbook.com or it was Screen Rant. Where they talked about um, that they in originally during the Battle of New York in uh, in Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm. um, they were going to include someone from the Netflix MCU. Oh, okay. Um, which is slowly dwindling, and we'll get to that later. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So. In the Battle of New York. Oh, oh, for for Avengers four. Yeah, for yeah, okay. no, for Avengers three. Like or you know when when the when the ship touches down, uh-huh. and ter- apparently this is what was supposed to happen. When the ship touches down, and then people are running away screaming, and the ter- Tony Stark was originally supposed to turn the corner and find someone already fighting with. Um, oh oh yeah okay. With fucking uh, the Maw and uh, Cull Obsidian. Okay. And I'm just like, who could that be? Mm. Um, well, they were. In- it can't be Daredevil. I don't think it's Daredevil because he's over in uh, in Hell's Kitchen. Well, right? the, I think they're already in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're near it. They're Hell's Kitchen adjacent. Hell's uh, 
Hell's uh, Bathroom. Yeah, Hell's so Bathroom. Was, <laughs> but Doctor Strange's Hell's ad- Gazebo. Um, Doctor Strange's address isn't it like by Bleecker Street? Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. it's low. It's a little further down. Yeah. So, would it have been Jessica Jones then? Yeah, maybe, maybe either Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. Yeah, it can't be Danny Bland. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. If I saw Danny Bland fighting, fucking, you know, I would have just prayed that they just snapped his neck. Just kill him! Kill him! <laughs> oh man, damn! And then I'm... I would have clapped. I would have clapped and just <laughs> been like, magnificent, magnificent, magnificent. So that's what these two assholes says is like we were thinking of putting one of the Netflix characters, but they didn't Why tell you, you which one. Why do you keep referring to them as assholes? Because They're I'm not, not because I'm not happy with them right oh now. Oh my god! Drop dude. the trailer. Oh. So be they, patient. Be so patient. I've been pa- look. When did Infinity War come out? End of end of April, <laughs> Who right? Cares? End of April. The point of that is that story is that we saw Infinity War. <sighs> look, we didn't as go a like, good. Oh, trailer as a good marvel fan i've seen all the movies this year um i've uh watched them on netflix you've purchased blu-rays i think that we are entitled to a timely and exciting trailer for avengers they don't owe us shit they owe us everything (laughs) dude it's a simple calculus You are out of your fucking mind. You're, you're just like, you want it all, you want it all, and you want it now. I'm the Ugh. only one who sees it. <laughs> At least the only one with the will to say it. So, so <laughs> you didn't answer my question. These two assholes didn't say who they were going to put from the Netflix. No, series? they didn't. They didn't. Say wow. That. I mean, like, there's... Come on. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. You were saying? They blessed us with an amazing movie. Oh, look at you, Mr. Drunk Dick Rider. Like, what what have they done for you? Oh, Dick Rider. I thought you were... I was like, do I write about dicks? No. I ride dicks. Yeah. Ah... Semantics mean everything to me. So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I honestly really think that they would have had Luke Cage. Luke Cage is the only person who would have gone toe to toe with somebody like Culp City and, yeah, and maybe true. the Maw. Because Jessica Jones, I mean, like, she's strong, but is she willing to withstand, like, um, the telekinetic forces of the Maw mm. and Cull Obsidian at the same time? I think not, sir. Wow. <laughs> and I, that's the kind of talk that'll get me laid later, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. No. There you it's go. kind of talk that'll get me exiled to my parents' house. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I, like, I, I think that it, it totally could have been Luke Cage. Yeah. It couldn't have been Daredevil. Um, That's true. Or he, or he would have been, you know, I was just about to say he would have been watching from the rooftops, but. Uh, oh, man. Sorry, Ooh. Daredevil. <laughs> Love you. So, 
As an encore, are you going to insult Stevie Wonder, too? No. You're just going to stick with Daredevil? No, no. Steve Steve gets a pass for now. Steve gets a pass? Yeah. You're on a first-name basis, and you're yes. not even calling him Stevie? Yes, we are. We're on a first-name basis. Anyway, um, to what we hinted at before, uh, Disney is just... Uh, doing the Thanos snap to all their Netflix yeah. series. Like it's like the season finishes. Whoa, that was cool. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was kind of hoping to see at the end of season three. Like it's so funny. Cause you were just like, I just finished season three of daredevil. And I'm just like, awesome. Two days later, daredevil canceled. <laughs> I'm just like, Ernesto is somehow responsible for this. <laughs> it's true. Oh shit. <laughs> That's true. Right after I finished Luke Cage, gone. Yeah. You want another beer? Yes, please. All right. And all you listeners know I'm getting another beer now. All right. He's putting the opener to the lid of the bottle. <laughs> He's popping the bottle. He's Stop opening the bottle. narrating oh. the friggin' here. This uh, episode is brought to you by Dos Equis. <laughs> and by uh, being brought to you by... It means uh, they claim no sponsorship. We're, we're sponsorless. But we will gladly accept any sponsorship right now. Yeah. So I'm looking at you, Elmer's Glue. <laughs> Elmer's Glue, the glue of robots versus taxes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Monistat. <laughs> it's a real douche. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, I don't know what Monistat is. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> also sponsored by Preparation H. All right. Put that shit in your ass and <laughs> listen to our show. Um, oh, man. So, yes, uh, Daredevil just got the axe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two other uh, bits of news that I also wanted to talk to you about uh, in terms of Netflix. Yeah. Um, they are bringing a cowboy live action cowboy bebop TV show. Oh god. It's currently in the works. In the works meaning it's coming. Like have they cast it? They haven't cast it yet. All right. Nothing like it's everything's like fucking airtight right now. Maybe there's still hope then that they won't do it. Yeah. Come on, people. Like it's it's they're they're gonna make it a ten episode series. Oh, and I'm just like ten episodes. That's, I don't know. The, the they why are they even going to attempt to Americanize this cinematic anime ballet that was the original Cowboy Bebop? It was, it was a masterpiece. I was already thinking to myself, you know who'd be great as um, Spike? Who? Ezra Miller. No. The Flash? No. No. Really? You don't think so? I don't think so. I think so. he's got the look. I think he's definitely has like the sharp facial features for it, but no. Really? I don't. I just don't think so. Huh? Who would you have casted? And don't say Keanu Reeves. He's no. Too I old. no, not Keanu Reeves. And I don't want to be ageist, but he's old. <laughs> You're an ageist. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, because You're an anti-oldite. Oh, come on. <laughs> you can't just do that every time. I yes, I can. Oh, and I do. <laughs> so I I would have gone with an anti-revite. So 
Which is also not true because um, I love Reeves in fucking Matrix trilogy and John Wick and such. Anyway. We all know that you absolutely loved him in Man of Tai Chi. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people love that movie. I'm like, that movie sucked. A lot of people love that movie? Like who? I haven't met any of these people. It has a fan base. These must be like some alt-right motherfuckers. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I I don't think that they're, they're that culture that they'd appreciate martial arts. Who loves Man of Tai Chi? I don't know. That movie was awful. Yeah, it was garbage. Ugh. Sorry, Keanu, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he made up for it with the John Wick movies. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Can't wait for John Wick 3. I have not watched one episode of Iron Fist, and I'm proud of that. Really? Yeah, not a single episode. I watched, like, at least six episodes before I was like, this show is shit. (laughs) Shit. It's so slow, and it's, like, it had to do more with, uh, you know, fucking... Uh, him acquiring Danny Bland acquiring his business because you know he's a rich boy or whatever. Oh God. Um. Oh. And of course he's like the protector of Kunlun, and he kept saying that like they paid him every time he said that. So <sighs> like he said he, it a lot. He would get that little cha-ching noise on his Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> like just Kunlun. <laughs> cha-ching. Like, I love Kunlun. that sound. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I got really upset when he showed up on uh, the second season of Luke Cage. I was like, no, don't do this. It was going so good. <laughs> I, I fucking hated that most of the Defenders revolved around, like, that series, like, the Defenders series. The whole storyline revolved around Iron Fist. Oh, God. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so you saw Daredevil season three. What did you think? Oh, God. It was, it was amazing. Um, there were one or two things that I didn't exactly feel okay with. Uh, one, uh, oh, there might be some spoilers, so you know, uh, we're way past that point. I think. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, one, when they revealed that uh, the nun was his mom. Really? You didn't like that? It gave me a... No, don't get me wrong. It gave me a moment of like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I was just like, this is really, really left field. Like, yes, we we always knew who his dad was and how he, there are parallels, you know, in both of their lives. And in somewhere in your mind, if you're even half observant, you're just like, huh, wonder who his mom was, you know? And then out of nowhere, she's... <laughs> Like halfway or more than halfway through the season, she realizes this guy's a freak of nature who um, has <laughs> like crazy abilities. And she's like kneeling in the church praying. It's like, and, dear God, kill this freak. <laughs> and basically reveals that she's his mom and then acts surprised that like he found out. It's just like he's blind. But he hears everything. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I imagine like even if she thought that he could hear her thought glands going off, <laughs> being like, "Mom," you know. <laughs> that, that like I don't know. I thought that season three fucking ruled, and I really liked that. It's that dope. Whole, yeah, that, definitely. That ruled. little um, 
that uh, that twist. Yeah. Really? I mean, wow. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad he, you know, got to know his mom. But like, I just felt like the reveal was. They could have built it better, you know. Could have been on a quest or at least a semi side quest for find out who his mom was and. You know. Now, let me ask you a question. A side quest? Which is, yeah. is that what you said? Mm-hmm. It's like DLC <laughs> yeah, I know. for the <laughs> for the series, you know? I caught like that just fucking <laughs> I caught on to that, so um, maybe the uh, the priest could have been like, you know, it's dangerous to go alone. Yeah, I, I know. It's like the little the, like the Final Fantasy like sport, like thought like a uh, word bubble pops up. It's like don't go in there, it's dangerous to go alone. Take these boop. You know, it's like the batons. Uh, so what did you think of Bullseye? Oh, my God. I love how Marvel is doing the damn thing with the villains, man. Making them so well thought out and fleshed out. Because as fucking insane as he was, that dude had nothing but, like, two broken marbles rattling around up there. Yeah. He was still compelling. Like, there was something that you could almost empathize with because he did have this genuine want to connect with uh, people, to not be alone, to not be abandoned. But it manifested in such a dark and ugly way from, like, when they did the flashback and he killed his coach, what did you think baseball? about? What do you think about the way that flashback was shot? Because it was like I thought that was brilliant. Like it was just like Kingpin wandering around in his memories, and I was just like, "This is different." It was so brilliant because it really just let you focus in on the emotions of his childhood without being completely transported. It just hyper focused in on that particular aspect. And it was so, like, well laid out. And there was something about the Kingpin observing everything that made you go, like, okay, he's learning, but he's also planning, you know. And you knew that. So it made the whole thing, like, really cool. And also from a production standpoint, they saved themselves a ton of money by not, like, making a whole other location, (laughs) hiring extras and stuff like that. It's like, all right, let's build. Let's do some world building for an episode, you know. know? It's just like, no. Get the like, paper mache. <laughs> it's like, no, same apartment. You know, we're going to put like a, a glamour filter on the whole memory. Yeah. And then, you know, just go. Yeah, it did look like a, a, a commercial for Calvin Klein. Yeah. <laughs> Bullseye. The smell of insanity, you know. What did, um, what did you think of Bullseye? I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I get so excited over uh, his character because uh, when I was a little kid I used to read Daredevil comics and mm-hmm. he was one of he still remains one of my favorite villains mm. um, because he's uh, I always saw him as Daredevil's Joker mm. you know uh, and his power set I always thought was really cool like he could make anything a weapon yeah and then but then uh you know, Sabrina kind of boiled it down for me. She was just like, so, you know, we're watching this, the, the episode where, uh, you know, he's dressed up as where, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dex is dressed up as daredevil. Mm-hmm. And he throws the baton at, 
fucking what's his name foggy mm-hmm. oh yeah oh and we saw that at comic-con yeah i know <laughs> but that moment where uh matt catches the baton in midair mm-hmm. and just starts twirling it around and just like you could tell the look on his face is like i'm gonna fuck you up now. <laughs> um underneath the mask so yes i <laughs> Uh, that whole uh, that whole episode that whole that that action scene um sabrina turns to me uh, towards the end of it and she's like so i'm just like that's that's him that's bullseye he's the he's the he's daredevil's (laughs) joker and she's like so his thing is that he throws shit (laughs) (laughs) god i was like well yeah but you know he's complex he throws shit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but it's deadly. <laughs> he throws it really hard. Yeah, he throws it really hard. And really accurate. Yeah. You know? Oh. If you couldn't tell by the ricocheting. Yes. You know, that he can do with bullets. Yeah. Oh, that 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 establishing scene with oh. the, you know, when, uh, you know, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's upside down in the van. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he shows up and starts shooting down like Russian gangsters and stuff. That was amazing. Like, I love that. And we saw that in at the con. Yeah. Um, yes, we did. And that was so dope. And that was, yeah, that was Just really the way fucking it was dope. shot. There was one point where, like, there are two guys who are sort of off to the side and not in focus. Um, and it's from, like, inside the car uh, where Fisk is. And. You just see both of them go down with headshots. Yes. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. You, but you see the ricochet first. Yes. You see the ricochet against, like, a stop sign, and then it's, like, headshots. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so good. I so really want to do an, an impression of Wilson Fisk, but um, I can't remember any of his lines. <laughs> He just he just talks and yeah. about anything like yeah. when uh, that FBI agent was talking to him for the first time he just he just went off into his own story. Oh yeah, he's right. just like, "Are you threatening me, Mister Fisk?" He's just like, "When I was a boy." It's <laughs> like, yeah. "God damn!" Like <laughs> a man loves, <laughs> and when he. Hold up, fuck. Uh, That's fuck. good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love like, it. Because he's talking about, you know, my Vanessa. <laughs> you think you can keep her from me? You know? <laughs> nice. Oh, I, yeah, Very good. Yeah, I, I Very tried. Good. I tried. Oh, man. <laughs> Who would win in a fight between Bullseye and Hawkeye? Oh, they're the same character. <laughs> <laughs> Because in, in in the Dark Avengers, when Norman Osborn took over Shield, Bullseye was Hawkeye. <laughs> I'd love to see them fight, but all their projectiles just keep hitting each other. Oh, that, oh my God! Just like pencils, just fucking ricocheting off each other. Arrows, mostly arrows, yeah. right? Um. But yeah, I, I I thought that season three was incredible. Also, um, 
there's something that I keep going back to, which is like the opening shot of the first episode, which is just like if you do you remember in Defenders, the building came down and yeah. exploded, uh, and you see the explode like it it started off, and I thought it was ripping off a little bit of uh, Dark Knight uh, and with the fire. Yeah, and you like you see the fire coming towards you, and you see like a cross, and uh, and it's him. It's actually him. Uh-huh. I thought that was an amazing visual. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, this, this is the little <laughs> Dark Knight action going on here. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, like I said, it's like I, I thought it was incredible. It sucks that it's uh, that it got canceled, but it's probably going to yeah, let's let's not bullshit each other. It's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all those shows are going to come Heroes back. for Hire. They're going to do a show. Jessica Jones, The Punisher. I can't imagine. Like I don't know how Disney's gonna bring the Punisher over. Well, like, I mean, like if they if they could bring Daredevil over, and they're probably gonna have like you know, it's probably gonna ha- it exist in its own like um, category, mm. like for kids. And, That's you know, true. For adults. That's true. That's yeah. very very true. I hope. Uh, well, first of all, I just hope Punisher drops soon because I needs me some Marvel series <laughs> right now. <laughs> And I just want to see what Frank Castle is up to. Yeah, me too. That's at at least one more season before it gets canceled. Yeah, it'll mysteriously get canceled. Yeah, it'll now. mysteriously get. Oh, we don't know what's the ratings. Ooh. I gotta say, I was really hoping at the end of uh, Daredevil there would be some reference to Infinity War. Like, yeah, me too. I've been searching for references to um, Infinity War. Throughout was, all of the Marvel shows, but apparently the only show that is referencing it is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it was so happy, like, at the end of uh, Daredevil, uh, somewhat like, you know, oh, all right, we, we managed to save everybody. The, um, the, uh, the store is going to stay open. Um, fucking Foggy's parents and shit, like... <laughs> They're not gonna we lo- got the beef store back. Yeah, they got not gonna lose the business. And I was, you know, they're all like toasting to each other, like, "Yeah, let's let's open the firm back up. Let's get the the gang let's back together." The, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was hoping like they'd go cheers, and you know, fucking one of them would just be like, "I don't feel so good." Oh shit! What's happening? <laughs> Poor, you know, Matt Murdock. Yeah, is Matt just like, Murdock is like, What's guys? Guy? Um, guys, somebody tell me what happened. It's ashy in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's smoking? It's um Karen. Karen smoking. <laughs> and she's gone. <laughs> oh my god. Um what'd you think of that that standalone episode with Karen Page? Everyone that's the most polarizing episode. Or I like I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, it was gotta disagree with you there but that's fine but it's just she i just wasn't interested in how messed up she was i I felt like it could have been conveyed in some sort of monologue you know maybe like a five minute segment where she's in therapy really yeah you know I, i i like her character so much that i wanted to know what it was just for me i really like when when shows take a left turn mm-hmm like I like when in Stranger Things, a lot of people hate this episode where um, Eleven goes off to join the X Men in <laughs> what is it, Pennsylvania or some shit. She was probably going to join like the Darker Minds. 
Oh, the dark, yeah. the darkest minds. The darkest minds. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. not darker. The darkest. Yeah, minds. the darkest minds, yeah. which is totally a franchise now. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if there's a part two coming out, we're going to see it. Oh fuck that! That's going to be bad movie night. <laughs> <laughs> this is an X Men knockoff. Um. So. So yeah, what was I saying? Would you? Th- oh, what do you think of Agent Nadim? Agent Nadim, I, I loved him. Yeah, me too. Broke my heart. I felt so. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> felt so bad for him and how he ended up. But the guy went out. The guy went out how he had to go out. Yeah. Like he was just like, you know, everything's fucked up, but you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going in that house, you know. It was crazy, like when his boss turned out to be evil. Yeah. Oh. In Kingpin's pocket, I was just like. Geez, there's no stopping this guy. How is uh, how is uh, Mac gonna beat him? This season made the FBI look completely incompetent. Yeah. They apparently they had a psychopath uh, in Bullseye uh, on their payroll, um, as well as being easily manipulated by somebody in custody who's in prison. Like, just complete control. Yeah. So you know. These are highly trained people. Not to mention, like, how did Bullseye get in? The FBI supposedly vets people like you would not believe before you can actually become an well, agent. Well, I'm pretty sure, like, the, that that psychologist trained him to be, like, to pass for a sane person, you know, as, instead of a sociopath. So I'm thinking she did a good job, and he was, you know, he's following the rules up until he met um, Wilson Fisk, hmm. and then it, everything went off the rails. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, it's like suspension of disbelief. That's true. Like, you know, we're talking about a show where like, like a blind I... man leaps off leaps <laughs> off of roofs. No, I have no problem with that. It's this guy getting <laughs> hired. Uh, <laughs> the hiring process for the FBI is very irresponsible. <laughs> but the the other thing that I kind of like um, didn't sit well with me was like the very last shot of season three, where they're working on Bullseye's spine. Um, oh, and he, you know, he does the fucking, like, uh, he opens his eyes, eyes and, it's and it's like, it's, it's like oh, the daredevil yeah. symbol in my eye. It didn't it's make not the daredevil, it's the bullseye sorry, symbol. Sorry, sorry, not, sorry. I, Get I your fucking symbols right. right. I'm sorry, man, there's so many symbols. <laughs> I love, but I, I, I like that. You know what it reminded me of? Sam Raimi, uh, Spider-Man 2, where um, Dr. Octopus... Or Doc Ock wakes up <laughs> in the middle of surgery, and uh, his arms go fucking nuts. So I was just like, "Yeah, it's a superhero show." Yeah, but it's just he had the the bullseye symbol in his eye, which didn't make sense because he was facing down. If he had been like, yeah, but it's supposed to be like we're, you know, mental. It's in his mind. Yeah, but if he, you know, what would have made sense if you know, since he's on this uh, the surgery table, right, and they. I guess they would have hit to rewrite the injury, but you know, he's up and they, you know how they have those big circular lights, at least in movies. I've never been in surgery. Right. Um, and have that reflecting off of his eye as like they're working on it, but they don't notice he's awake. Oh, so it makes sense. Like, Oh, it's the bullseye symbol, but it's the light. Right. right, So, and they had to do like the snap zoom is like, you know, I like that. I really like that. I mean, it's comic booky. Yeah, I get it. But I'm just like, I don't know. You're wrong. I felt like it was a. <laughs> it 
it's my opinion and I'm, and right, I'm entitled right. to it. I just felt like they they just made a grab for like, ah, superhero. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. He's coming back. He's coming back, dun, dun, y'all. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And my word is low. Uh-huh. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Blade Runner TV show coming mm-hmm. to uh, Adult Swim. Uh, thoughts? I cannot wait for that. That's going to be cool as fuck. I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. So, um, so yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, the world is still shit, and um, <laughs> but we're we're getting through it one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> also, a good Netflix show. Anyway. And on that note, I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots vs. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. While you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. <laughs> Um, I wanted to write a song about the three loves of my life that have, you know, slipped away somehow. Uh, But I could only come up with two. (laughs) I was in love with an albino Her lack of pigment seemed like Her skin, the whitest alabaster Her eyes as pink as pinkest bubble gum Then one day it snowed real hard And she disappeared That's one I did that.